get started now. Get started now because like I said, it's a slow burn and it's something that you're not going to regret later by being consistent, just like in everything you do as an entrepreneur or an individual, be consistent and it's going to pay off for you. Angel of light, come into me, show me what I need to see. Welcome to the Small Victories Podcast. I'm your host, Pauline Victoria, an inspirational thought leader that offers transformational perspectives based on my unique experiences as a woman born without arms and legs. I feel like my life has been full of small victories that has led me to discover the greatness within. I believe that there is no summit upon which we reach our greatness. I believe it is a culmination of small victories achieved moment by moment when we turn toward the inward battle where we get to choose despair or hope, misery or miracles, defeat or victory. My goal is to awaken your potential, your purpose and your power so that you can discover the greatness that lives within you. Think of this podcast as your weekly portion of tools, stories and teachings that help you reflect on the small victories in your life. Thanks for tuning in and let's begin. Thanks for joining another episode of the Small Victories Podcast. I'm your host, Pauline Victoria. How many of you use Pinterest? I know I do to look up the latest in home decor trends or to be inspired by how to trim my upcoming Christmas tree. But did you know that you can also use it to build your business? It's an overlooked platform as many of us are accustomed to Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram to build our audience. But Pinterest can be just as powerful. Christine Schwartz will be educating us on what she teaches her clients to help them build their businesses through Pinterest. Christine is a business coach, consultant, and public speaker. She activates female impact-driven brands to confidently build their strategic roadmaps and marketing plans in ways that are uniquely aligned to their greater purpose. Christine, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Pauline. I'm excited to do this. Me too. As a consumer of Pinterest, that's exactly who I am, a consumer. So as an entrepreneur, I never thought of Pinterest as a way to build my audience. And so I'm really intrigued because I've never talked to an expert about this. So thanks for coming on the show and not only sharing your techniques with me, but with our audience. I think it'll be really eye-opening. I know you and I met through another group. And I have spoken with you outside of that group a few times. And every time I speak with you, I feel like I gain so much wisdom or insight from speaking with you. So I think this episode will be full of little nuggets. So if you're listening to this, stay tuned. Christine, I want to start with you. I'd like to hear your story. I never heard your story about how you got into wanting to help female entrepreneurs and what your motivation behind that is. So let's just start at the beginning and why you do what you do. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I am so full of gratitude to be here talking to you and to your audience. I'm just elated. So my story, well, I started out just like every other entrepreneur. I was not an entrepreneur. I took the corporate route and as a female, I was working my way up the corporate ladder. And what I found was every time that I tried to 
kind of wiggle my way up, there was always resistance. There was always something I had to overcome. And so that is how the name Reinvent Your Strategy came to be, how the name Reinvent Your Hustle became to be. But that being said, we'll get to that in a minute. I worked in corporate retail for a billion dollar conglomerate and it was an amazing job. I worked under a bunch of VPs as their executive assistant. And at the time they were doing sourcing with overseas teams and had their own sourcing line. They were doing things on Excel spreadsheets and you can imagine a billion dollar company working in Excel on different time zones. It was just a cluster. <laughs> so I came in and in collaboration with these VPs, I helped them with their product lifecycle management calendar, getting everything aligned from a timeline perspective and, and working with design teams and overseas teams and getting really aligned on what each of these meetings were. Everything was working out great. And then the time came where I wanted to move up and there was no room for growth. So I went back to school. I got my MBA. I got my MAM focusing primarily in project management as well as change leadership. And so it was very applicable. I ended up taking a job underneath the conglomerate and working for the parent company. And so I was able to actually implement these systems versus using those Excel spreadsheets so that they could work smarter, not harder. And in that process, I was doing strategic alignment, ensuring that both across companies as well as divisions, leaders, their teams, their department heads, and all of, all of the individuals on their teams were properly trained, et cetera. So working my butt off in that realm was an eye-opening experience. And then of course I graduated and I was like, all right, where's the promotion? <laughs> and retail was not doing so hot. So what that meant was I had to figure out a different way. I had a mentor, an amazing mentor tell me, Christine, if you stay in a position for more than two years, you're going to get stale. And I was like, okay, that's really good advice. So I ended up going back to the original company I worked for as their marketing uh, manager for both a loyalty and credit card program. And we rebranded the entire loyalty program. It was amazing. I was able to really understand when you're looking at a larger scale of millions of people within a loyalty program and understanding those high level tactics. I ended up getting laid off and when I was laid off, I was lucky enough to have a severance and a little bit of wiggle room there. And I just said to myself, because I put my heart and soul into this company and I was, I was crushed. <laughs> like I had a pity party. I like bawled my eyes out and I was crushed. I'm like, what the heck am I going to do now? Mm. And I just said to myself, if I can help these high level VPs, if I can align teams across the world, to get the job done efficiently and do it in a way that was effective, I can do this as small business. I could totally help small business owners. And so for me, it was really a journey like everyone else, figuring out your niche, figuring out your messaging, who, what your offers are and who you really wanted to target. And it took me so long, Pauline. It took me 14 months to nail my niche, like target market and who I wanted to work with figuring out my messaging and what I wanted to offer. And so that's how I started. I built a program called Reinvent Your Strategy and that program works on those foundations so people can get further faster when it comes to their niche, when it comes to their messaging. And now I'm so privileged and excited to help them actually sell out their programs through leveraging the power of Pinterest. So that's where Pinterest comes in. That was my my really big second offering that, that I got really excited about and found the demand. It is encouraging to hear that it took you for months because if any newbie entrepreneurs out there and they're 
in this a few months, don't worry. <laughs> It'll all come together. It come. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do not get discouraged and do not compare yourself. You are at a different point in your journey than everyone else out there. It really does require focusing on that niche and figuring out what your zone of genius is. And then you can start to develop offers and, and build out your marketing, but don't get discouraged. And that's something you do. I know there are several ways that you serve female entrepreneurs, but that is something that you help people with, with clarity and around their messaging mm -hmm. and brand also. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. I have a program and what I found was especially starting out, you have so much marketing noise coming at you that you just don't know who to trust. You're listening to a few key entrepreneurs, but you just don't know which steps to take. And so you get overwhelmed and you shut down. And a lot of my clients will freeze and they just don't know what to do. And so they're looking for that thought partner. What I find is actually integrating yourself into those foundations and getting really clear on your vision and what you want to create, as well as listening to the back of your head or we'll call it like the heart and the gut and what your heart and gut is telling you of who you want to work with and how you want to work with them and not brushing it aside because it doesn't feel logical because it feels too hard to switch or you've come so far already and it's like nah girl no one's watching you think everyone's watching not everyone's watching you can switch whatever you want <laughs> good to know Yes, I love that. And I love how your personality is coming through because then I think people will get a sense of who you are and, and how you work with people and you really allow them to be themselves. And you said that helping them find their zone of genius is key to really honing in on the marketing part of it. And I'm sure everything that you do in all your other programs, you probably incorporate into your Pinterest. So let's dive into Pinterest. So why Pinterest? What is the power of Pinterest as opposed to Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn? That's a great question. So when we think about Pinterest, it often gets grouped into this social media platform. But in reality, what Pinterest is, is a search engine. And so you have to think about Pinterest differently because it's truly there not to build necessarily connection, but to answer questions and provide solutions. So think of yourself as a consumer. A lot of us, as, as we know, I know it's like the platform itself is 70% female. So when we look at how we use it today, I know I started Pinterest, just like probably many of you, where I was DIYing my wedding, trying to figure out, you know, I DIY projects at home. And so I didn't realize that it was actually an amazing resource as an entrepreneur until I got into this space. So what was I doing? I was typing words into a search engine, right? At the very top or on your mobile app, and then it would pop up or you're on Google and then you go to search by images and all of a sudden you're being redirected to Pinterest images. Well, that's because it's search engine optimized. So it's all based on keywords and why it's so different is because when we look at social media, their goal is to keep you on that platform and distract the heck out of you. Their goal is to keep you scrolling and get you distracted. It happened to me this morning. Like we all can say, oh heck yeah, I've been there. And the same thing does happen on Pinterest, but Pinterest is actually okay with directing you outside of the platform. They are good with you going outside of the platform and navigating to someone else's site 
because they know you're going to come back for more because they know that you want additional solutions. And that's just the way the platform is built. So that's why it's entirely different than a social media platform. And although it does have some of those similar tendencies and opportunities to engage with others, it very much works differently than your Instagram or Facebook. When we talk about the power of Pinterest, is it to primarily build your audience or how in terms of a business strategy do you use Pinterest? Many different ways. What I always tell my clients is please direct them to your website. Do not direct them to your social media. Now it all depends on your goal. So when I think about Pinterest and the way that you use it as an entrepreneur, you want to have a goal. So what is your objective? If my objective is to build my email list, which a lot of entrepreneurs, that's one of their goals. Then what you're going to want to do is direct them to a space where you can capture their email. So that might be on your blog post that might be within a landing page, but ultimately your goal, if it's to capture their email, then you want to provide that something of value and you want to understand what your customer is searching for. That's where my original program reinvent your strategy goes through messaging and pain points and gets really clear on what your customer is thinking and what they need right now, because ultimately your customer is on a journey to find their solution and they may not be ready to buy right now, but what they might be ready for is an answer to a smaller part of that problem. So what we want to do is leverage Pinterest and provide solutions to whatever they're searching for now. So you could break a bigger problem like how do I sell <laughs> down into a really small problem like how to perfect your pitch. And that might be an awesome pin to put out into the universe on Pinterest, because then people can be, be navigated to your website where you go through a blog post. Maybe you have a couple of forms or you have a lead magnet there where then they can enter their email address and get your checklist to perfecting your pitch or whatever it might be. Does that help? I know Pinterest, at least as far as I interact with it, I use it for recipes, decor you know, like you said, weddings. Are there other industries that entrepreneurs could use Pinterest for that may not fall technically into that kind of lifestyle type of category? Absolutely. So as I said, it is a search engine. So people are searching for solutions to their problem. So whether your target customer, your ICA is a entrepreneur or it's a consumer, you can think of it like if I am looking for, for example, I want to know more about chakras. I am all about Reiki. Yeah. You may want to go through that discovery process on Pinterest because it's a visual search engine. You have to remember people want to learn differently. Sometimes people don't want to read a bunch. They want to see pictures and images. And so they'll leverage Pinterest. Let's say you're in the space where you're trying to attract other entrepreneurs you can leverage this space to provide them for solutions to their problem. So whether it's how to build your email list, how to create a freebie. So if you're in that coach's space, whether it's a health coach or you're a, a business coach or you're a holistic healer or whatever you might be, you can use that to teach others how to get from A to B. So health coach example, let's say your goal from a weight loss perspective is to help them lose 15 pounds. Well, your customer is on there looking for solutions. So the perfect pin might be something like how to lose two pounds this week, right? Uh -huh. So you're reducing and collapsing time and you're reducing that problem into something that's solvable right now. 
And they're going to see that and they're going to say, oh, I want to lose two pounds this week. It sounds so achievable. And so, yeah, as someone who is in fitness or someone who's in weight loss or someone who's a health coach, absolutely, it's an opportunity. Now, what I will also say, if your business can be translated into video, over 1 billion videos a day are being watched on Pinterest. So you have an opportunity to capture them on video as well. That being said, it truly is for all different types of industry. I would not limit it. And if you feel like your industry is not on there, well, then you have a gold market, my friend. You should probably get your butt on there right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The mindset, it seems like, is trying to maybe make whatever problem you're trying to solve into bite-sized pieces so that people feel like, A, it's doable and digestible and B, that it's something that can capture their attention with a GIF or a graphic or Mm -hmm. a little video on Pinterest. I am seeing a lot more videos. It's really interesting to see the migration of how interest is evolving. And to that point, they have something that's called idea pins now, which they actually are in the algorithm where an idea pin is a series of potentially 20 different slides with one minute videos or their images and you can put sound behind them they're basically taking the whole idea of reels TikToks, anything that you can find on an instagram and trying to create their own version of it but what i love about idea pins is that you're able to capture attention right away and you're able to provide like this is how you boost your following so when you asked earlier is it to boost your following you absolutely can have an objective of boosting your following on pinterest and because idea pins are being prioritized in the algorithm they're just showing up at the top of people's feeds based on what they're searching so there's an opportunity there to whether you're going on like you would in a reel or if you were to create a post on instagram so i'll relate it to instagram if you were to create a post where it's a carousel and there's multiple images or there's multiple text that's going through within the post, you can do the same thing on Pinterest and it's getting more traction because you're leveraging this new tool that they're prioritizing. So that's a great segue into a question of Facebook versus Instagram versus Pinterest. In terms of identifying the audience you want to attract, you mentioned uh, that it's primarily females. Is there any other thing about Pinterest that someone who is an entrepreneur considering Pinterest as a viable platform to start their marketing strategy on should know about in terms of who it attracts? Yep, absolutely. So when you think about Pinterest, the beautiful part about Pinterest is that you're priming your audience and your audience absolutely is in a position to buy. So almost 80% of individuals that go on Pinterest have an intent to buy. So when you look at what you're doing on social media, let's take Instagram, for example, versus what you're doing on Pinterest, you have a primed audience. The other piece that is really important is that most searches on Pinterest are non-branded, which means you're not searching for a Nike sweatshirt. 
you're searching for a sweatshirt, a hoodie that's cut off that shows your belly button or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So you're just searching for something specific to the keywords that are unbranded, which means let's say you're a small player to the game, you have more opportunity then to take a piece of that pie. And so why Pinterest? Number one, it drives traffic to your website. Number two, it builds your email list. Number three, people are encouraged to click through. Now, how many clicks does it take when you're on Instagram? Unless you have 10,000 followers, you have to send someone to your bio. Then they have to click into your bio. They have to click on the particular link, whether you have a link tree or you're sending them to your website, they have to click on that link. So now we're talking about two to three clicks Whereas on Pinterest, you click it once and then you click it again and you're on that person's website. I can see how, if I think about how I interact with Instagram, it's just the scroll. You kind of just keep going and whatever catches your eye, hopefully it's your post. But with Pinterest, it's very selective because you're already in search of something that's really helpful for making me understand the, the power of Pinterest. Okay, so in your experience, I know you have a mastermind to help uh, entrepreneurs with understanding how to use Pinterest. What primary obstacle do you see a lot of entrepreneurs running into and how do you help them through that? Uh, so when it comes to Pinterest, what I'm finding is that most entrepreneurs are prioritizing social media platforms over Pinterest okay. and they're not gaining traction. And you have to remember that your customer is on a journey. And so, yes, social media is a great way to interact with them and start conversations. What I'm finding is people put Pinterest on the back burner as a, I don't have time, I'm going to do it later. When in reality, when you think about repurposing content, let's say you're a blogger, you can take that blog post that you created, create multiple, we call them fresh pins, multiple pins that maybe have different images or they have different verbiage, but re relate back to that blog post, as well as a freebie that goes with it. And you post on Pinterest, you can then take that content, repurpose it into a live, take that content, repurpose it into an Instagram post, repurpose it into a post in your Facebook group, repurpose it into a Facebook post. So that piece of content in theory should create multiple pieces of content. So when you think about repurposing content, the beautiful piece about this is you're repurposing it across all of these platforms. And what you forget is that Pinterest is a slow burn. It's not like social media, and this is a benefit actually. It's not like social media where you're able to say, I posted and I got 1500 likes in 10 minutes. I can't believe it. My reel has been seen by X amount of people and then it's dead two days later. Yeah. Pinterest is very much like YouTube and where it continues to grow and grow and grow and grow. And so what I find is a lot of entrepreneurs, they put it on the back burner and then they're frustrated that right away they're not getting traction. The kicker is when you put a pin out, the longer it's on there, the more traction it gets. You can create additional fresh pins off of one piece of content. One piece of content that I produced two years ago gets two to three subscribers on my email list a day but it's taken time to build up. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yes. So I don't want entrepreneurs to think that it's similar. The mindset of Facebook and Instagram is that it's on, 
I get traction, it's done onto the next piece of content. You can work smarter, not harder. And what I find is if people don't make time in their schedule to put this strategy into place, then it falls off. And because it's a slow burn, it doesn't feel like you're getting that instant gratification. So the people that I work with, they're making it a priority and they're saying, okay, I can see the results. And you can see results within a short period of time. When I say short period, I mean like you can see results within a week to two weeks to 45 days, but you have to be planful in your content. And the other piece in Pinterest, and this is why you want to post 45 days out. So right now, I believe it's, we're in September, we want to start posting for holiday. We want to start posting for Thanksgiving because we want to be 45 days out so that it gives us time to build up in the algorithm for that particular pin. Got it. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a marathon. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Again, see, having a conversation with Christine Schwartz, like eyes have opened. (laughs) And you know, the same thing goes for products. You want to think about product and get it out there sooner. And if you have any sort of product, it is an amazing space for discovery when it comes to your customer, because remember, they're primed to buy. I think that is a huge takeaway for me is in the difference between other social media platforms and Pinterest is the mindset of the consumer who's taking in your pins. And and misconception is that Pinterest is not for someone that works locally. I'll give you a case study. Uh, One of my clients who's in my mastermind, she was a realtor for years and she leveraged Pinterest because it's a search engine, because it's keyword optimized, you can put location centric marketing into Pinterest when you're creating pins. And the beautiful piece about that is you may be at the very top of the list. She was in Broomfield, Colorado. She was getting leads a year after she closed her real estate business. And she had to pass the food off. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that is interesting. And I know I'm not on Pinterest, but I'm on YouTube, but I can definitely testify the whole slow burn thing because I know my videos that I made seven, eight years ago are still getting viewed. And I look at my channel views and it's, it just keeps growing and I'm not doing anything. It was something I did away in the past. So very harder, not harder. I love it. I love that. Yeah. And, and we're always told that, right. Really work smarter, not harder. And we just can't get it through our heads. (laughs) (laughs) Christine, do you want to share with our listeners about your mastermind? Because maybe this has made a believer or two about how to use Pinterest and they don't know where to start. The mastermind itself, it's called the Co-Creation Collective. And I help female entrepreneurs who are looking to sell out their programs and offers through leveraging my four pillar process through Pinterest. So we work through marketing, getting really clear on what that funnel looks like, getting really clear on marketing strategies and ensuring that your message is tight when it comes to your offers sales when it comes to not feeling salesy and being able to sell your product or your service or your offering in a way that feels genuine and authentic. 
we work through customer journey, understanding each level of that customer journey and getting clear on how to target them, those surprise and delight moments and what that truly means for building that customer relationship. And then I help them get to the place of understanding how to scale. So whether it comes to bringing on a VA and how to truly get what you need out of that resource, CRM systems, public relations, all those things getting visible. How do you scale your business? So that is the mastermind. If that's something you're interested in, they can certainly reach out to me. I am on Instagram at reinvent your hustle. They can find me at reinventyourhustle.com. And what I will say is I'm really excited. I have a brand new masterclass that's coming out. If you don't mind me talking about yeah, it. Yeah, not at all, please. It's called the viral pin blueprint. It's so exciting to me because it, it helps you truly understand if you're just starting out on Pinterest and you're overwhelmed and not exactly sure what to do to create pins that are truly going to convert those leads into uh, subscribers on your email list. This is the perfect place to start. So check that out, the viral pin blueprint, and it's 100% going to give you direction in where you want to go and what types of pain points to target and we'll say to target and implement on Pinterest. I was going to say, what's the first step that one should take when looking at Pinterest as a potential marketing platform? But I'm not going to ask that question because you'll have a masterclass to address that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Get started now. Get started now because like I said, it's a slow burn and it's something that you're not going to regret later. By being consistent, just like in everything you do as an entrepreneur or an individual, be consistent and it's going to pay off for you. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. And where can people get registered for your masterclass? If you guys want to head on over to my website, you will find it right at the top. And then what I will also say is you can find it. I have a Facebook group it's called reinvent your strategy. If you want to go there and get all the tips and tricks I talk about on the daily, I would love to have you, uh, but head on over to my website, reinventyourhustle.com. Awesome. And it will be linked in the show notes. So if you didn't catch that, just go to the show notes and you can grab that there. Christine, thanks so much for being part of the small victories podcast sharing your insights, all your information and strategies that you offer people are so valuable and practical. And that's what I love. Like as much as I love inspiration, I love practicality. And I feel like you ground those really well and explain them in a way that even I can understand because I'm like not the techie or the strategy person. But if I can get it, guys, you can get it too. So thank you for showing up in the way that you do. Here are this episode's takeaways. Integrate yourself with who you want to serve and what problem you want to solve by listening to your gut, not logic. Pinterest is a slow burn. As time goes on, your visibility increases. Traffic to your personal sites will increase because Pinterest is the only social media platform that encourages users to leave the platform to visit your site. Because it can take time to gain visibility momentum, start now in posting your pins and promoting your material. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Small Victories podcast. This is a great reminder that we should open our mind to different platforms that we may not have thought of before. And there are people out there like Christine who are sharing their strategies and practical tactics of how to get started and be successful. 
on Pinterest. So I encourage you to go check out her website. Again, it's linked in the show notes. And thank you for tuning in. And until we meet again, be blessed. Angel of light, come into me. Show me what I need to see. You are my pathway into the light. Lead me from shadows to Show me what I need to see.